Hey, everybody. Hey. Uh, we're back. Week late and a dollar short. Well, that was sort of my fault. Let's see here. This doesn't sound quite right. Kids screwing. No, I, uh... How's that? Okay, that's a little better. I need to fix my microphone. So I actually turned mine down all the way. All right. There we go. Okay. That's all good. right, yes. Well, so I was just recently in Richmond for a week, and then uh, I was just so, I don't know, tired, exhausted. I forgot completely. <laughs> I came back. I was supposed to come back on uh, Thursday night, got stuck in Richmond, and uh, came back on Friday, and then just zoned out completely forgot until I, I think until the next day i realized oh shit yesterday was saturday did you visit the future site of the new stone world be strong gardens since i you're did in not we did not have much time for for jumping around i'm sure it's just a field right now anyway <laughs> so I mean, it was more of a joke question it was it was mentioned was it was it? certainly mentioned i mean this thing is you know i work for a company that does stuff with the the, the travel agents the travel agents the um, destination marketing organizations uh-huh. that are in these areas, and so they know the best places to go. So they would tell us, you know, what were the best places to go, and even took us out to some. Okay. It's always nice getting paid for uh, dinners and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it looks like you had a yummy dinner. Had uh, had two yummy dinners. Nice. Uh, yeah, the, even I need some steak tartare, farm to table steak tartare. Nice. Good stuff. How could you pass that up? Did you pick the cow? No, like, I want no. that one, <laughs> like from The Simpsons. It would probably take a little bit longer. To, I mean, not as long because it's steak tartare, but <laughs> it's still pulsing when it goes yeah. in the grinder. Pre-show beer is. Uh, oh, it wasn't ground. Oh no, no, it was just sliced, like, up. carpaccio. Yeah. Or? yeah, I mean, you know, like the, like they do at uh, Brasserie Back, the the oh, okay. good stuff, not right. the okay, not the ground up, okay stuff. I didn't realize Brasserie Beck's was hand chopped. I just thought it was pro- you know ground. That was fresh steak, but now I'm pretty uh, sure it's it's, it's hand chopped. Okay. So this is a beer we did on the show recently. Uh, we're just yeah, kind of our pre-show stock. This is the uh, blonde honey from Wild Wolf Brewing Company, and JD sent us these. Hmm. Has a little. Is this Belgian? Because it has a little it something is. Belgian. It's a, it's a Belgian. There's a lot of yeast in the can. I poured a fair amount of the. Uh, the cloudy stuff into the glasses. Mm. <laughs> Leave only paw prints, it says. Leave only paw prints. So, how was your two weeks? It's good. Without um, me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Work's been a little frustrating because I'm trying to trying to push the boundaries of a certain piece of software. And I have to use the beta version. And there's three bugs in the beta version. I'm trying to help identify the bugs so I can get them fixed quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a C programmer and I'm not a free BSD kernel programmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's some pretty deep shit that I'm trying to figure out and I'm making very little progress. And like at the end of the day, I'm like, should I even be continuing to try this? You know, I'm like, I feel like I've been beaten, you know, so it's pretty, pretty, pretty frustrating week and a half. Um, but other than that, things are well, um, Today I uh, changed the brakes on the on the Civic, so hands are a little dirty. And uh, <laughs> the kids help? No, the kids didn't help. We went up to Heather's mom's house. Her boyfriend has a car lift, which uh, sure makes it nice. Yeah. Put the car up on the lift. You're working at 
face level. The front brakes are a piece of cake. They're disc brakes. But on my Civic, the back brakes are the dr- old-style drum brakes. And some evil engineer designed these things. Getting the last... There's this, there's a bunch of springs inside a drum brake. And the last spring you got to put on is this super heavy spring. you got to get into this little hole, and there's no room to maneuver. It took us, you know, probably... 15 minutes to assemble both rear brakes except for the last spring and it probably took us two hours to get the two springs on the one on each side wow i mean that's how so it took seven and a half minutes to put the brakes together and an hour to put on the last spring on each side they don't make them like they used to (laughs) so frustrating i even like after like a while i'm like let's check youtube let's see if there's any tricks like any tips right and the one guy did it with the with the screwdriver it made it look so fucking easy mm-hmm. i'm like we've been trying that it's not that easy Just like pry it with the screwdriver you, and get the slide good in. at something you know yeah i guess and then the other guy's like i got a tool to do this but i can't find it oh that was got the screwdriver he was like so he just did it with the screwdriver because he couldn't find his special tool so then i'm trying to like visualize what this tool must be like to see if we have anything in the toolbox that is similar, right? But tried a couple different things. He had a he had a brake kit, but it's an older, you know, eighties, seventies, eighties, you know, like old style brakes, and they changed some parts inside the brakes, and like so the the tools that was in the kit to put the springs on no longer worked because they didn't have this central post type thing that the spring thing went around and just kind of flipped the spring over. So interesting, yeah. It sounds lovely. But now I can get my car inspected and, you know, get another 30,000 miles out of the brakes. So, How much would it cost you if you sent it to a dealer to fix it? Oh, I don't know. It costs about $120 in parts. Yeah, it costs about $120 in parts. Probably would have cost another 150 in labor. labor. Yeah. Either, either way, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, actually, this is a very privileged white person who has well, that kind of money to spend. Well, I mean, so doing disc brakes are easy. If you got the right tool, you don't even need specialized tools. If you have normal tools, doing disc brakes is pretty easy. Um, in the future, I'm going to pay for the mechanic to do the drum brakes. Um, it just, my mechanic probably would have charged me half an hour of labor, you know, and done them both and... So, yeah, in the future, it's not worth my time to try to do those drum breaks. Yeah. What are you recording on the uh, backup? Um, we are now. Okay. Good to have the backup. So, what else do we have here? Um, I'm just looking at some of the tweets I, spent, I, I said. Oh, yeah, so when I was in Richmond, that was when the news story about Tim Cook being gay was big. Oh, right. And, you know, I I was just... Not a surprise. <laughs> Well, it wasn't a surprise, but yeah. what shocked me was that it was a <laughs> it was a news alert I got. News alert. Tim Cook, Tim is, Cook gay. is gay. And I was just like, that's news? Have you seen the man? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't about, it wasn't yeah, about that. Yeah. It's like, you know, why am I getting a news report that someone's gay? Who right. cares? Because he's the CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world, or the biggest company in the world. Why does being gay have anything to do with that? Because we still live in the Stone Age. <laughs> Speaking of living in the Stone Age, how red is America? Um, 
Yeah, this is a really weird, really, really weird fucking election. red. Yeah, yeah. It turns out there's. It, it turns out that the Fox strategy is very successful. Pump out enough misinformation, people believe it. Mm-hmm. That said, don't think the Democrats had a very effective messaging. So <laughs> yeah, I've been watching the Daily Show this week. <laughs> they they did some pretty uh pretty good stuff on. Democrats' effectiveness, and yeah. and uh, how the Republicans uh, elected a black female congressman in the state of Utah. Yeah, well, I mean, if if you look at the numbers, I like the whole Siri gig bit they did there. Did you see that? I one? didn't see it. Uh, so John Stewart's like, you say that into Siri, and Siri's not going to know what you mean at all. You know, yeah. it's funny. Get funny. So funny bit. I mean, you look at the numbers. The economy is actually doing way better than anyone expected. Now it hasn't floated down to the middle mm-hmm. class but it's definitely doing better than other economies you know mm-hmm. like you know, austerity Germany is not doing as well as we are um, the unemployment rate is now done at 5.8% that's mm-hmm. below the number that's perfect employment which is 6 so that's pretty good uh, the stuff that Obama's been doing is, has worked for what he's been able to do. Right. And yet. And, and Obamacare has, has been a, a very, you know, it turned out to have been able to put a lot of people on insurance and actually lower premiums. You know, I, I, I've been thinking about this and I think I can maybe a little more succinctly summarize it than I have in the past, right? And the thing with, I don't want to say the thing with politics. That's a little too vague. But the thing with the talking points, right? I wish that people would just do what, even even if it's wrong, what they think is best for the country, where oftentimes they do what they think is best for advancing their position. Yeah, there's a pro- there is something you, you we had this sort of we had a tweet thing about it, right? Because. Um, you mentioned something like, uh, I said vote because all policies are local. You said if I write in at CBR Greg, will they know who I'm voting for? Um, and I said they've been informed, blah, blah, blah. But then on, on our messaging, mm-hmm. I told you, you know, I would at least, for the first six, first six weeks, so I'd really be into it. <laughs> then I'd care about my reelection. Right. It's just that that's what bugs me the most is if the Republicans or whoever did what they thought was best for the country with immediacy, right? I would be much more, less frustrated than what they appear to be doing, which is not what they think is best for the country, but what they think is best for advancing their position, right? Right. I don't know. I mean, part of it is that... And I don't mean advancing their position as advancing up to senator, up to president. I'm talking about advancing the talking points of the party, right? right? Where, like, I heard this like three or so times this week. I heard it from Priebus. I heard it from a couple other people. But, you know, we're open to doing immigration reform, but we're not going to do shit until they secure the border. They might also say we're not going to do shit until the sky turns pink. You know, they're putting this ultimatum that is a vague and b not 
possible. Right, because they can say, oh, the Bureau of Reason isn't totally But secure. now they can say, we were willing to do it, but they didn't do the impossible. Yeah. So we're not going to do it. I, I think that there, there is a situation where politics is, is about compromise. It has to be. But saying we're open to doing something if you do the impossible. Yeah, I think that, I think it goes back to media at some point. It goes back to the fact that the media is buying these talking points and, and, and allowing people to spread them and not critically analyzing them or or just not allowing them to be you know over said over mm-hmm. and over again. I mean, right. you know, these people should be challenged more about their things and ask, you know, direct questions and not and not being allowed to be evasive and just ask the question over and over and over again until the person says <laughs> says the answer. I mean, that's the only way around it. You mm-hmm. can't if, if you let them flower you with the with the BS, then you're just never going to get an answer. It's just going to be talking points. I don't know. Right. It, it's politics. I'd rather not get into it. It's, uh, it's annoying. At least local politics has have been successful here in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Right. Pennsylvania is bluer than expected. People just really didn't like Corbett. No. <laughs> really, really. Well, I, I looked at this, you know, at, at, at a voter's guide, and, like, every single statement was like, I disagree with him. He's done that. I there wasn't a single thing I agree with Corbett on. Not, mm-hmm. not a single thing. Right. However, uh, Wolf has... He's going to be in for a tough haul. Both houses of state... Legislature are very red. Yeah, but I I expect that you know they'll be able to get some things done. I mean, like the, that the the House and Senate passed medical marijuana laws that Corbett right. wouldn't sign. Right. The um, as an example. Right. One of the leaders, I don't know the exact title, already said uh, Wolf better be ready to sign a lot of laws he hates. And if you're in an adversarial situation, then yeah. that's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, from both sides, both sides mm-hmm. have to be ready to tinker with a lot of things because, if, yeah, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Right. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. That's a good point. Uh, so let's see the 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 Richmond trip. The reason one of the reasons why it was so exhausting was because both getting there and getting back was uh, a lot harder than it should have been. Uh, we decided to fly because it, it was like a six-hour drive, and it seemed like that was just a little bit too long. And works paying for flying, so why not? Mm-hmm. So we fly down to we fly actually because we can't go we can't go directly from Pittsburgh to Richmond. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richmond's a small airport, but it is technically an international airport. I don't know what the distinction is really. It has at least one, has direct, least flight. one direct flight somewhere, like to Canada or Montreal. Like. Yeah. <laughs> So to Ottawa, we had to go from Pittsburgh to LaGuardia, and then wait in LaGuardia for three hours because it was supposed to be a two-hour wait, and it, and it turned into a five-hour wait. Oh. Yeah, so we finally did get down at uh, nine o'clock. So we were supposed to get there at six. We got there at nine o'clock. So that was annoying, but you know, whatever. We got there. It was fine. Mm-hmm. The way back, we we leave after work on Thursday, uh, go to the airport, and we have a flight that goes to Charlotte, this one. And then we had an hour between that flight and the flight that goes to Pittsburgh. 
Well, we get there and suddenly the flight is delayed for... We had like an hour, 15 minutes. The flight is delayed for an hour. So already I'm going up to like, mm, this doesn't, you know, are we, they're going to know, is this ready? And as I'm talking to them, they get, uh, it's going back to the, to the gate mm. at, at Charlotte. So I was mm. like, okay, um, all right, this is probably, we're going to miss our next flight, aren't we? Are there, there's nothing out of, out of uh, trying to go to Pittsburgh after this flight, is there? No. Okay. Uh you have to reschedule. So, I mean, fortunately, we were at the front of the line when mm-hmm. they did eventually tell, say to almost all the people they were getting on flights. It was a huge line as as we were leaving. But they bought us a, a hotel mm-hmm. and they got us tickets for the next flight. We really, we're going to get up at five in the morning or something because it was like yeah, we have to get up ridiculous. Yeah. So it was like all right. So we have to get up and, and make the seven o'clock flight to then to get to the flight that goes from uh, Charlotte to to. Pittsburgh. I think we were still going to Charlotte. And then we get a call as we're getting to sleep around 10, 11 o'clock saying that the flight is delayed two hours. The flight to go to Charlotte is delayed two hours. So we were going to miss the connection flight. Again. Yeah. So I had to call up and, you know, get in, get them do it. And so we finally got a flight that was actually going to take us out. At, we got Instead of being home at 11, getting into Pittsburgh at 11, we eventually... Got a flight that went to Philly, and then Philly to Pittsburgh, and that flight was at twelve fifty, and there was really no issue with that flight. But mm-hmm. <laughs> should have drove. <laughs> yeah, pop, pop, probably <laughs> rented but, a car, drove. Yeah, <sighs> didn't want to deal with the hassle. I, I I don't like driving long distances, so I was happy to to fly. Even and look, they. I got an extra day of, of per diem out of it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. hey, it's all going to work out for me in the end. What do I care? Right. Cool. But I was exhausted when I got home. I got slept and I slept and ate and slept and ate and slept. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, what else is going on? We had Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. I um, The two parties I had were canceled. I know, so I never really had a chance to use my costume. Oh, bummer. Max's X-Wing fighter was a hit at the parade. I bet. The, um, it went off pretty well. The speakers I added on underneath the nose cone, it goes pew, pew, pew. I used Heather's Bluetooth speakers, and it has this expandable base chamber in the back, and when it gets pushed in, it doesn't work. The speaker turns off, right? And the way I had it mounted, it kept getting pushed in, so, like... See, so you need stay. to get Amazon Echo. Yes, I guess I do need it. <laughs> Amazon Echo. I look at that and I'm like, what the hell is that? For people who don't have smartphones, I guess. It's, uh, yeah, I don't understand the market. <laughs> I don't understand the the idea. It's, it's a dumb cylinder that you get and then you talk to it and you tell it to do very simple, idiotic things and it does them correctly half the time. That's what, and it does all the same things that Siri does, right? Or Hey Google does. But now you're calling it Hey Alexa. I hope you don't know anybody named Alexa because it'll get confusing. And it probably, it's probably like Hey Siri or or Google, right? Where it's in your living room. It everything that it hears, it's sending up to the cloud mm-hmm. to, to to translate. 
So don't have any private conversations in the room. <laughs> I mean, I, I really, I'm so far beyond the point where I, I think privacy matters. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't think privacy is uh, something that we can deal with in today's world anymore. It doesn't doesn't work that way. So, and I, that caring about the fact that Amazon, you know, knows how I shop and knows what I shop with. There's and, Greg having sex again. <laughs> I've seen lots of celebrity boobs that compensate for that. So, because <laughs> really, no one cares. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not interesting enough. I mean, mm-hmm. Maybe if I became interesting, I'd be. I'd be you know, I'd care more, but mm-hmm. I'm just not interesting enough for people to be like, oh yeah, Greg's having sex. No, like Greg's having sex. Can be like, there's a customer having sex again. We'll throw that into the, <laughs> into the d- enormous pile of shit that we have about <laughs> customers having sex and never go through it. <laughs> what kind of sex is he having? <laughs> we'll have to promote some things next time he's on Amazon. Well, okay. So it, it looks it sounds like, like it, anal. We better, better put some lube in his basket. It, it started out. It started out missionary, but then it got crazy after that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like anal. Put some Mastro Glide in his basket. That's doggy style for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Also, oh, yes, let's converse more about this subject. So, was it Monday morning, I think? Heather and I were having a little start of the day romp. Okay. And uh, the kids were still in bed, but we ho- thought we heard something. So we stopped, we looked, nothing. So we continue on. And we weren't doing anything very acrobatic. We were under the covers and everything. Uh, so we get done, we roll over, and the cat's sitting on the footboard, right? Looking at us, like watching, staring at us. So we giggle, we laugh, like, ha. Ah. And then Allie's in the doorway laughing, too. And she's like, I watched you the whole time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And Heather tried to play it off. I, I'm like, okay, so how do we do this here? Do we lie? Do we tell her what we were doing? Tell, her what, tell her what you're doing. I know. Heather said we were wrestling. <laughs> it's pretty awkward. I, I didn't actually have time to think about. Yeah. I mean, in the moment, I don't know whether I would. Right. Uh, and know. you also got to figure out what she's going to parrot at school or not, right? right? right. Because it, it would not be looked upon very highly hey my mom and dad were having sex today i saw the i watched my mom and dad have sex you know how would that go over right it it uh, the the weird thing is that in today's society today's society it'll go over a lot poorly than it a lot more poor than it should right right because it shouldn't be sweet yeah that's what parents do if they have sex that's how adults it's the adult version of of watching Frozen over and over again. <laughs> You're playing a board game. You're playing Twister. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's my sex story for the week. I mean, she has, she has to know about sex at least at some level, right? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought about it until this week. Well, maybe it's time for that talk. Maybe it is. She's just she. she uh, I'm not worried about telling her about sex. Like I said, I'm mostly worried about that executive function that you know she should know that it's not necessarily culturally acceptable to be talking all about it at school, yeah, yeah. right? So that's the reason I hesitate telling her about it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can just say we you know you can't talk about this at school because people 
people get upset about it because they're dummies. But mm-hmm. you're not a dummy, so I can tell you what, what this is. Actually, that's that's pretty good. We'll see the next time it comes up whether I have the balls to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people who you go to the school with are babies who can't take it. You can take it. You're not a baby. Right. It's a, it's a point of pride for her then. Right, right. Good point. Anything else or you want to drink some beer? Let's drink some beer. Okay. <laughs>